Hi, everybody. Welcome to Stone Top. Thank you for joining us Hi, for everybody. session four. It is a uh, system in the sort of dungeon world hack four. realm, but it is kind of its own thing. And if you like what you see here tonight, you can back it on Kickstarter, where it went live today. This is the Happy Jacks RPG Network. To catch up on past episodes, visit happyjacks.org slash stonetop. And to find all of the shows on our network, visit happyjacks.org slash shows. Normally, I would introduce myself here, but I have salad in my mouth, which was a stupid decision I've made. So we're going to start by introducing our players. Uh, Nick, why don't you begin? Absolutely. Hello, everyone. My name is Nick. Uh, I am, uh, as you can see, I go by the handle Sungrowler down here. And uh, I, today I am playing Bron, who is using the Fox playbook out of Stonetop. Uh, Stonetop, which is wildly successful and on Kickstarter now, and you should absolutely go check it out. Yes, tell us a little bit more about Bron. What's what's he do? What's his what's his deal? Uh, Bron traveled away from Stonetop for uh, quite a while, and he was a traveling trader. Uh, he is uh, a deal maker and a uh, uh, pre pre prevaricator. <laughs> yes, Prevaricator. he he is a he is a bon vivant. Uh, he likes to talk. He likes to uh, tell stories. Some of them are even true. Uh, and then he, uh, but ca he cares very deeply for this uh, town that he left, and is now back in and wants to see it uh, succeed. And so he's using his uh, trading resources in order to to kind of help bring it up. Uh, Mo, why don't you introduce yourself next? My name is Carlo. I'm the marshal, and uh, I was passing through Stone Top when a woman accused me of being the father of her child wasn't the first time this had happened but I had already killed her husband and she said she was on her deathbed so I decided to stick around and make things right I have a small uh, party of uh, misbegotten uh, uh, rogues and a wayward children and a big dog named Durr Fan favorite, and I, re I appreciate you getting so into character, but your name is not actually Carlo, correct? <laughs> your name is not actually Carlo, correct? Um, as far as everybody at Stone Top is aware. <laughs> I mean, you the player. Oh, my name is Mo. <laughs> That's what I was going for. We, we did it. We got there. Um, Blythe, if you'll say hello. Hello, everybody. I am Blythe. And uh, I play Tiern, the eccentric school teacher who is into kind of magic and the dark arts and also wants to educate kids and show them that they don't have to live in the small town forever, that they can achieve their dreams. And she may or may not also be studying up the Fae for reasons related to maybe <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 great. We, we're going to have a a, a a spectacular season finale wedding, um, and uh, gotta have a wedding uh, episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, now I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm Emily uh, Vandorf. I am your GM for the evening, uh, and uh, yeah, I love this system. I love this game. If you want to back it on Kickstarter, uh, it's a good group of people behind it, and um, it's a really going to be a really good game. Um, 
There is so much lore that I have not even begun to bring into this game. There's so much lore, if you like lore. Um, Mac, our other player, uh, could not join us this evening, and we wish her well. And, uh, yeah, if somebody wants to give a recap of last week's events, I will give you two free rolls at advantage, the only prize I know how to give. Who wants to do it? I can do it, but I did it last time. I don't want to take all your rolls. I hear Nick diving in. (laughs) Well, I was about to take a stab at it, but I didn't have uh, notes, so I'm just racking my brain to make sure that I can uh, remember this. Uh, I believe we opened up inside a uh, mysterious magical hut uh, where we had found... um, we had found uh, Tyrn's student, Anuk, and Dolores, who we had been chasing and trying to protect. Uh, Dolores was unconscious and sort of mumbling, and Anuk was listless and staring out the window looking for uh, him to show up. And so uh, we came in, and there was a delicious stew that was bubbling away on the hearth. Uh, which Braun was very interested in, in having some, but kept getting interrupted uh, from doing so. We, uh, let's see, Tiern was able to unpoison Dolores uh, and kind of get her back to uh, semi-consciousness uh, away from there. And then we all sort of tried to talk to Anuk and convince her that uh, what was going on was a bad idea and that uh, perhaps we should leave. And then uh, he showed up, the Great One, a Greater Fae, uh, who had heard her calling out and hoping that uh, she wouldn't have to go through and marry uh, some guy who she didn't want to um, and spared her away. And we ended up uh, having uh, Ilsa? Elsa? Jesus, I... It's not like I have not played with this game before. Elsa uh, challenged him to a game of chance called Parsnips, which we have developed, uh, which he claimed to have invented uh, and uh, was a was a re- renowned player across all time and space and dimensions. Uh, but she was able to beat him, and in doing so, was able to free Anuk and uh, arrange safe passage for all of us, uh, due in large part to Bronn's help, uh, distracting him and creating quite a verbal nuisance of himself, as he is wont to do. And eventually, we were able to uh, escape with uh, Anuk and Dolores in tow, uh, the greater... The, the Great One uh, told us that he would be seeing us all later uh, in various uh, levels of threat <laughs> that, that, that that might include, and got back and spoke to Anuk's parents uh, and or, uh, in order to make sure that she could go away to uh, university and learn rather than being stuck marrying some uh, horrible older widower who had already lost a couple of wives in somewhat mysterious circumstances. There was some talk that uh, Carlo's kid was going to uh, marry Anuk, and then there was uh, a little bit of a reunion between Tiern and her uh, boyfriend, who suddenly didn't look quite so interesting anymore now that she had a potential offer from uh, Great Fae uh, as a suitor. And I believe that's just about everything, but if I miss something, please let me know. That's absolutely perfect. Um, uh, thank you so much, Nick. You get your two advantage rolls. Um, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a Parsnips app connected to this game. 
where you too can play parsnips. Just five dollars. Um, you can look for that on uh, the Apple Store. <laughs> there is not actually a parsnips app. Don't we should do a parsnips part. arg. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other thing that happened was we advanced seasons, um, and uh, it is now summer. And uh, yeah, we are we are having a lovely summer in Stone Top, and uh, it is the hottest day of the year. It's about noon. Y'all are out in the fields. Like this is the thing in the summer, everybody goes out and works in the fields. You know, they have shifts and such. But the three of you happen to be in the fields at the same time today because that's what uh, the mayor. Uh, her name is Heron. Uh, she, uh, what she said to, she put you on that shift because she controls all the shifts apparently. Um, so tell me about a little bit about how your approach to working in the fields is, especially on a day when it is so very, very hot. Uh, Bron is finding ways to be, uh, in the shade as much as possible and volunteering to do things like, uh, go get water and bring everybody water and then sort of mosey uh, through that sort of task or anything that involves being uh, over by where that tree happens to be conveniently or uh, underneath the wagon they needed to be fixed. Uh, anything that, that gets him out of that uh, beating sun in Stone Top. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your good friend Wynn, uh, they uh, just shake their head as you walk by on yet another journey back to the, the village to get water, because they are like, like, you know, digging in the ground and just covered in sweat. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, is, they're, is, they're... is there anything special I can get you when um, I'm just, I'll be right back. I'm just getting more water for everyone. You know, what's special you can get me is you could come here and help me dig up this tree root. Oh, of course. Of course. I'll be there in just a moment. I wouldn't want to leave everyone waiting for water. They watch you go off and shake their head. Uh, uh, Tiern, there's no school in session in the summer because everyone has to work in the fields. How are you at working in the fields? Um, I feel like I'm really good at actually like planting the seeds and kind of actually watching and monitoring growth. I'm not like great at, you know... Picking, like, I can pick the stuff, but I'm not great at, like, lugging things or using heavy heavy machinery. But uh, Tiern tries her best and, you know, picks picks what can be picked and helped, and has helped grow what can be grown. That's, that's what she's correct. She's like, I, she'll do, like, nice little charms and stuff for the earth and make it, like, she'll do some blessings and stuff. And then during the actual crop season, she's, like, just tries her best to help. Um, Ailish is trying to work near you. This is the the boy that you you had a crush on and he had a crush on you. Uh, He's trying to work near you a lot and trying to talk to you as you're working. Is this welcome (laughs) or... Uh, Yeah, Tyrion. I mean, Tyrion still does think he's a nice guy and does enjoy talking to him. Uh, She can't shake the mind of a fairy king. uh, She can't shake that out of her mind, but she still really likes Ailish. And... uh, she enjoys talking to him. It helps keep her company and distracts her from how much her hands are starting to hurt and, you know, back mm-hmm. and stuff and feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does He does keep asking, we're good, right? Like, everything's fine. I didn't do anything, right? It just seemed a little distant. 
No, 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 you didn't do anything. Every, every, I just, you know, after we went in the woods, we had, we experienced some really tough stuff, and I just, a lot's been on my mind lately, but we're, we're fine, and I really enjoy your company, and I'm glad you're keeping me company during all this. Carlo, what are you, what, what's your day like out in the fields? Um, the summer is when Stonetop remembers why I'm fun to have around. Um, Zeb and I are out uh, doing backbreaking work, singing loud songs that people around us after a couple weeks have kind of picked up the lyrics to. And um, it's almost more of a party as uh, we sing and pick and sing and pick. And the mood is high and everyone is happy to be working and everyone will sleep well. Um, Everybody is happy to be out working except for Kylie, my daughter, um, who is uh, the spunky kid I try to keep out of trouble, who I have really tried to kind of get her sticking around Dolores. Um. And I'm trying to get them to hang out together. Um, How's that going? Um, I think my daughter doesn't trust any of my instincts. Um, and Dolores is a bit... Um, when, when she's not lost... When she doesn't lose herself in the fun... She's not sure why I'm keeping her around and close to my daughter. Um, and so the two of them are kind of growing to be friends in their distrust of me. Okay. And not knowing what I'm up to. Okay. Trying to keep them hanging out together. Yeah, I just did a roll, and uh, Dolores does not like you. So, uh, but I think she's getting there with Kylie. Yeah. Um, what's what's your what's your parenting style? How do you keep Kylie on the straight and narrow? Um, I try to scare her with gory stories, and I let her know she has as much leash as she wants, and really bad things can happen. And the really bad thing I keep coming back to is her getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, uh, uh, Bethan. Who is the um, who is the uh, uh, widow who knows everything and is also a let's say a good friend of Carlo? Um, uh, she wanders out into sort of near where are y'all working close to each other? I should establish that. Like, are you in within range of each other? They're pretty big fields; they surround the town. So, um, people are working as close to me as they can because it's fun. And um, the mayor likes it because even though I, I, I make a loud noise and I make a cacophony, like people actually do the work. Like I don't let people come and stand around and sing and not work. <laughs> so people are being more productive. But um, some of some of the, uh, the 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 Stone Town inhabitants think I'm really loud, and if I weren't working so hard, like yeah. they would say something about it. Uh, Bron, we have established you went back to town, so uh, yeah. But I mean, I'm I've been back and forth, so I can be wherever you need okay. me to be. Yeah, uh, uh, it's, Jen, it's, are, you, are you anywhere? Go ahead. 
Oh, no, I was just going to say that uh, where it comes to Carlo, if you come for the show, then you better learn how to hoe, or you better learn how to sew. (laughs) Uh, Tan, are you anywhere near Carlo? Yeah, I think, you know, after our experience in the woods, we've become better friends. So I think I'm over there kind of humming along and enjoying it. You know, it's just, it's nice to be around. It helps make the labor better. Yeah. Um, Ailish is singing very loudly. He has a terrible voice. He's singing extremely <laughs> loudly, just along with, with every song that, that Carlo brings up. Like, he's learned all of them at this point. I um, think he was, was he the, the first one to pick them all up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just over there, just a few rows away, like, Wynn, all by themselves, is continuing to Aww. dig up this tree root. Um, when I do get, when I get back, I will go help win for for legitimately i'm not gonna leave my uh, my friend hanging in the wind um go ahead oh go ahead. just uh nick said in the wind and i was like their name is win so, <laughs> <laughs> yay um yeah so uh bethan kind of comes up and sidles up to carlo and it's like are you uh gonna come by tonight the kids are going to be out sleeping under the stars. And I should. Um, I want to make sure everything's secure around there. Yeah. Your uh, your daughter won't be coming in and making a fuss? Um, I, I have eyes on her, and she doesn't want to be around underfoot, so... Uh. And she says, "You hear this? You hear about this thing with the, the sheep, right? You heard what the shepherds have been saying, right? They're always saying something. What are they saying now? They say all the lambs died. One of them had like a like a lamb, little lamb body, and that would be like really hard. Like that would be like really weird, though, right? Like if that happened, and they didn't like it wasn't like a, an attack. It was just like they all got sick all at once." All right. I know somebody who might know something about it. Okay. I'll check in. I'll see you tonight. I start singing really loud, <laughs> and uh, I, I sing a song that might be um, a little racy, mm-hmm. and uh, she rolls her eyes and walks away. <laughs> um, so just to, to clarify this the, uh, the the shepherds are off in the wilds right now they've taken the sheep out into the, the high pastures um, so the sheep are all off somewhere else um, um, and the shepherds only come into town if there's something pretty grave so if this truly did happen then it would be right. um, pretty serious um, so yeah please go ahead and is sheep what our town does best yes yes there is a uh, certain kind of sheep that I need to look up, but there is a um, a very specific sheep um, that is continue uh, continue talking because I can't find it. Um, but so I I would continue working for the rest of the day, and I'm sorry, they're being born with small hearts. Uh, they just they, they just all seem like they got sick. Like nobody knows what's happening. You know the. That's what the, the shepherds have said. It's like they all just woke up one morning and they were just all sick. And then it wasn't even 36 hours. This is the gossip in town. You right, not, right. Uh, Yeah. Got it. Um, so I would work the day and, uh, you know, as the evening wears on, you know, we, um, 
the, the day cools down and um, more and more people want to go for water. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I kind of make sure I'm one of the last ones in the field, but uh, I would um, beckon Taryn over if I saw her ready to leave. Yeah. Uh, as Tiran is kind of cleaning up and putting away her, you know, her work basket, uh, she, she'll walk over to you. Uh, it, uh, have you heard about the, uh, the shepherds? I, I don't hear much about the livestock. What's going on? Um, they all turned sick one day and uh, the, the, the livestock all turned sick and started dying while they were out in the woods forest foraging and uh, th- this is the kind of stuff I'm comfortable with things just suddenly happening to dozens or hundreds of livestock and uh, I-, I-, I know you know people I can look around. I mean, it might just be something they ate that's in the wilds. That, if they all ate it. Yeah. I'll I'll check and make sure, but it could be a perfectly natural cause. And let's hope it's something like that, right? Let's. If you have to go out in the wilderness, um, let me know. Uh, obviously... We can't have our teacher go out in the woods alone. Well, I would be happy to adventure again with you, too. I do think it might be good for me to go collect some samples from wherever they were. Because, like I said, if it if it's magical, that'll be a little easier to suss out in terms of not going into the wilds. Uh, if it's something in the wilds, though, I'll need to get samples of any grass they, or water they might have consumed. I mean, we know that things are weird out there. They are... Um... A day and a half south of town, so it would be quite a journey to go out to where they are, just letting you know that. Um, and they're out just kind of out in the middle of the, the high pasture, so they're not in the woods, which are back okay. behind the town, but yeah. You would, you would know that. Go okay. ahead. So, okay. so I, I'm assuming that uh, Sierra was working on the other side of the fields, because otherwise there's no possible way that Tiern wouldn't know about the sheep. <laughs> That's the little girl from the school who would talk oh, about sheep for like... Lara. Oh, Lara. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't read my notes there. She knows about... She knows everything about the type of sheep. She just doesn't know anything about how they're doing. Because Lyra just gives exposés on the sheep themselves. Lyra <laughs> mm-hmm. Lyra uh, and Anouk have been put in charge of, of looking after the children who are too young to work in the fields. So that is where they are... Um, uh, Bron, your uh, sister, whose name I need to remind myself of, Brina, um, she is, uh, where, where, where do you go at night after you're done working? Uh, I, have a, I have a shop that is uh, close by the main gates. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we put a, uh, like put a mark on where it was in the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. on the map. But yeah, yeah so I, I have yeah. like a, you know, I have like a little apartment over the shop. Mm-hmm. So, first uh, floor. Yeah, so, uh, Brina, there's a knock at your door, and it's Brina, and she's uh, like, can I can I come in? Um, uh, Fenwick 
was uh, is in town. Um, Fenwick is her husband and one of the shepherds. Oh, of course. Please. And she closes the door behind her and is like, listen, uh, he's saying the most unbelievable things, but... I mean, would you come and talk to him at least? Like, you went and saved the town or something. I don't, you know, you just, everyone was like, y'all are heroes. Uh, so. Bron, Bron's chest puffs up just a little bit. Yes, well, uh, you know, of, of course. Uh, ha- happy to find out. Is there is there something wrong? Is, uh, is, is Fenwick okay? Fenwick is fine. Uh, it's the sheep. There's just you know what would happen if we lost a whole bunch of sheep here in Stone Top. Uh, abs- of course. Um, and I, I involuntarily kind of like glance over at my ledger where I have, you know, uh, you know, money, money on sheep futures and, and uh, wool. <laughs> well, listen, if you can find anybody to come and just kind of talk to Fenwick, uh, you know, or if you just want to come, I just, I don't know. He sounds kind of like he's out of his mind, but could uh, be he's saying the truth. I, well, I, I'm happy to, I'm happy to go talk to him and, and find out. And uh, if there is, uh, if there's anything that sounds reasonable or suspicious, then uh, I, I know several people who would be able to help investigate, and we could uh, try and get to the bottom of the matter. But if it's just, uh, you know, a little bit of heat stroke or uh, something of that nature, then uh, I, I'll, I'll do my best to, to put you at ease as well. She stops at the door as she's leading you to Fenwick. She stops at the door and waits there, and she turns back, and then she's going to go, and then she turns back, and then she's going to finally she turns back and says, you, you just made up that you fought a fairy king in hand-to-hand combat and won, right? Like, that's not true. I've heard that around town, but that's not true, right? Well, it's not not true. Um, there there was uh, honest truth. There was some sort of uh, unknowably and powerful being. Uh, whether that was a fairy king or not, I couldn't say. I haven't traveled to the to the far realms uh, as much as I have spread stories about having done so. Um, and we did defeat uh, him in a in a uh, contest of skill and wits and uh, uh, acumen. Um, but as far as hand to hand, well, and I hold up my as soft as can be hands. That's not exactly where I would have placed myself in such a contest, if if uh, you recall. That's what I thought. I assumed that if you beat a fairy king, it was because you talked him to death. All right, let's go see Fenwick. Uh, and I, I grin and I say, but, but please, if you wouldn't mind, I don't mind the uh, attention and reputation that that has uh, spread. This is, this, this is between family. Yes, of course. I'll let everyone continue to believe whatever they want about you. Um, her little house is right by the general store where she works. Um, and Fenwick, uh, normally you wouldn't see him all summer. He'd come back in with the lambs and sheep in the, the fall. Um, but he is indeed there. He's sitting at the table. He looks white as a sheet. And he's uh, nursing a mug of, um, of ale. Uh, Fenwick, Fenwick, my friend. Uh, so so good to see you. Um, 
unexpected, but uh, a welcome surprise. Here, here, and I will pass over a uh, flask that I that I keep with me that has a uh, good booze. You you look like you sh- you look like you need something. Are you all right? It's 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 disaster. And then he sort of just gestures with his finger to like a small bundle in the corner. Go and have a look. Uh, of of course, disaster. That sounds that sounds awful. But surely we can overcome. And I will like seeing that as I walk over and uh, take a look at the bundle. There is the body of a lamb. It looks like it's just asleep. You know, it does not appear to have any sort of outward destruction, danger. Just looks like it's asleep, but it is clearly dead. Uh, and he says they're all like that. This spring's entire entire flock. I want to cut back to the other two. Um, Tiern, Carlo, um, did you continue, <laughs> continue to sort of stay chatting about this, or did you split off in different directions? I imagine we continued to chat about it, trying to come up with some kind of course of action. But you could tell me if you went to go see your uh, lover. Um, I would have chatted with you for uh, with about it um, for a short time before um, getting everybody cleaned up and uh, making sure that uh, Shen checked up on Anuk to make sure she was okay. Um, and then I, and then I'd head back. I'd probably head back to town because I assume we would knock off before dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we'd probably knock off around like five p.m., six p.m. Going by. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, I'd help my my people get all their equipment back up to the shop, and. Uh, Definitely uh, try to put a scare into Kylie um, before sitting down, acting like I'm going nowhere tonight. Are you really going to be here all night? Like all night, all night? Sometimes you go out. Are you going to be here? Are you planning on, you know, smuggling some meat in and having company? I was going to have Dolores over and just Dolores. Okay. Um, then sure. I can uh, make myself scarce. Hey, well, you better. And don't come home until tomorrow because, you know, <laughs> Dolores and I get pretty rowdy. Like, no other reason. You know when you tell me that, I have to come home early, right? Ugh. <sighs> Kylie's not that bright. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, we're going to have some boys over. It's nothing. It's fine. It's fine. We're not going to do anything. They're just coming over. Who? Uh, well, uh, we were thinking about um, uh, uh, Val, Val and, um, and Val and, and Stuart. You know, those two guys, they're they are cool. These are like, they're not like the baddest boys in town, but they are aspiring bad boys. Okay. Okay. Well, um, 
you guys should stay out of trouble, okay? Oh, okay, yeah, of course, sure. Yeah, have fun um, with whatever it is that you do at the Widow Bethan's house. Whatever it is. <laughs> Great. Um, Tyrion, what are you up to? Uh, well, after we finish talking, Tyrion's going to grab some of her stuff from her study and uh, go over to the uh, Elsa's and uh, start studying some stuff that might like cause a sickness of that sort. Mm-hmm. Um, the people here are uh, gossiping about the shepherd who came down from the hills and saying it's Fenwick. So you could put two and two together if you wanted to. You would know who Fenwick is, basically. Yeah, uh, then I'll probably go uh, ask him some questions. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say you show up just as Bronn is lifting up this sheet. Um, and Fenwick looks at you and says, "Oh, you're the you're the the, the school teacher, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Because my my son, uh, you know, little Darby. Yeah, he's he's one of your youngest." Yeah, he's a really bright boy. Uh, really, really taken to reading. Oh, good. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, uh, I guess you're here to look at the, the, the you're here to look at the, the, the sheet. Yeah, I was uh, wondering if I could ask you some questions about it, or I, I was going to try and see if I could do some research on the sickness. I do have a bit of medicine skill. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, it's right over there if you want to look at it, or I can answer whatever questions you want. I'll I'll take a look at it. You you get a good drink, and she kind of laughs and walks over to the land. Tyrion is is uh, very accomplished and knows many things. Uh, I, I'm sure that she'll be able to uh, figure something out uh, about this this terrible thing. But uh, c- come tell me tell me more about uh, what happened. Is there did something get into their their feed? Did they stray somewhere? I mean, all of the young, all of the ones born. The- it was just this spring's lambs, the the yearlings, the the older ewes and rams are all fine. We checked for the the brook where they've been drinking. There does not seem to be poison in it. The grass seems fine. It's just the lambs. And all of the other sheep seem fine. No, no other strange behavior. Oh, not as far as we can see. They they graze and they drink and they graze and they drink and it's very hot, so they sleep a lot. But mm-hmm. that that's normal. That's normal for summer. I just it's it's so sad. I'm I'm I don't know what to say. I mean, this is a this is a catastrophe. It's it's awful. I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, I you know I I'm sure Taryn will be able to find something of a, of a cause and we'll be able to take a look at, at something but uh, this is a this is this is a very this is very serious and uh, I'll you know be commiserating and being in the in the cups as well uh, and he as as Tyrion, he looks at you and, and says loud enough for both Tiern and Brina to hear when you were at fisticuffs with the fairy king <laughs> What was his fighting style? How did you best him? Uh, it, it was it was very wild uh, and and uh, 
throwing haymakers and just being uh, full of force and personality. And, you know, I, I dodged and ducked and weaved and uh, spent the moment till I could take my shot uh, right in the solar plexus, doubled him over. Uh, and his foot lashed out and knocked me to the ground, and I, I rolled back and smacked my head, but but sprang back up ready into a crouch. And as I was there, and, and he was there, he rushed me, and I dodged aside, and his head smacked into the wall. And then I gave him a big two-handed chop across the back, and he flattened him out on the ground. And and we, we dragged him by the feet and, and, and threw him threw him out into the into the pasture and said don't come back uh we will we bested you before and we'll best you again and uh and and no trickery here no no acts of uh vengeance we will we we beat you fair and square this this was a, a challenge of honor uh here to walk over and go hey you left out the best part elsa Come on, Elsa got that really good shot in. Like, how can you leave her out? Of course, I could not. I, I could not help. I'm. I apologize. It was a group effort. All of us were 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 helping. Uh, Elsa did some uh, fantastic distraction, uh, and then also got a, a just a nice solid shot in on the on the back and the kidney. Uh, distracted him at a at a key moment, uh, and and. Uh, Tiern was there, and and uh, uh, what what was it you you did? Was it was it a chair that you hit him with? Oh yeah, I totally. I picked up that chair and I just whacked it over the back of the head, and then Ilsa got that really great kidney shot in, and mm-hmm. then you kicked him right in the face, bloody nose, and everything. Right. So you know, Darby is in excellent hands. I I couldn't I couldn't imagine that that he would be safer when he's in school than to have such a a wildcat like Tyrion uh, def- defending him. Oh, it's been so long since Stonetop saw true heroes, but the four of you, your exploits have become legend. Oh, uh, it's 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 nothing. Anyone would have done the same. We're we're just we're just here and happy to help. Um, Tyrion, are you? Uh, do you have anything you want to do? Yeah, Tyrion wants to look over the lamb and start kind of examining at least precursory to see if she can figure out if it was poison, magic, like what might have caused it. Sure. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, probably probably discern realities. Also, but if you want to... She's doing that, she's kind of like very quietly is like, sorry uh, fairy king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he hurt you. He heard. He knows. And he was, she's just like, I just wanted Elsa to have a good moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, hey, she, wants, she wants Elsa to look good. Alright. Oh, no. Do you have, um, do you have things in your uh, special moves that you could use? Uh, if I spouted lore, I could. But for discern realities, unless it's Hmm. Unless it's something I know really well, because like I have knowledge in the Black Gates, the Fae, the Fae now, the Maker and their arts, and the things below. Um, the Black Gates do involve death, so uh, I'll give it to you if you want it, or if you can give me a reason, you'd be able to spot lore about sheep sickness. Like if there's a tale in the books that you've read, I'm happy to hear about it. Uh, 
Well, I think I think in this case, Blackgate and Death are more accurate to me. But I also think I've heard Lyra say a lot about the different types of illnesses sheeps can get. Mm-hmm. So, like, while I haven't heard anything about this, I'm sure Lyra has been like, and then they can get that they can get dysentery from water and then they can also get this and that and like I'm sure she's prattled on about sheep illness before <laughs> and how and how to give them medicine great I'll give it to you uh, Lyra is sheep Wikipedia so yeah she's sheep a week no sheepopedia sheepopedia yeah Wikipedia. yeah <laughs> Because, yeah, I roll real bad on that to certain realities. Um, so if I can spout lore, I will use my books and scrolls, which I'm sure have refreshed over time. Yes, they have. They refresh before every season. So you have, yes. And then, uh, so that will make it a 10 plus. Okay. What do you want to know? Let me pull up the moves. Where Where are you? Spout lore, uh... Now you. This is a move where you can also make stuff up if you want. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but I am happy to tell you some of what's going on here. So it's yeah. a ten plus. Yeah, so she's um, over and kind of checking for. She starts off checking signs of like bite marks or puncture wounds to see if maybe there was some kind, you know, something that way. And then she starts looking at like. She starts basically doing as much as she can without cutting into it. Yeah. Um, there are, when you open up, when you, you might you pry open the lamb's mouth a little bit, and inside of it you find a, um, a flower you recognize as nightshade, uh, which is very poisonous, but also doesn't grow anywhere near here, much less near where they... Um, the uh, sheep would be eating. They're up very high. Nightshade doesn't really grow up that high, and it would be it would grow either it would either grow deep in the woods, or like in a swamp or something like that, somewhere where it's a <laughs> there's a little bit more humidity and a little bit more like open whatever. I don't know if this is true about actual nightshade chat. I am so sorry. This is how nightshade works in the Stone Top universe, and we just <laughs> decreed it. But um, yeah, you see some nightshade in there. Um, and you know enough about, you know, Nightshade from your studies to be like, oh, this should not be in this lamb's mouth. And also, if the sheep were feeding on Nightshade, the shepherds, A, probably would have noticed it, and B, like, more sheep than just the lambs would be dead. Does it look like someone stuffed that in there, or like it was eating it? Oh, it's, it's like, it's between its teeth. It was chewing okay. on it. Yeah. Okay. So, Tiern is going to go over to Fenwick and kind of uh, she's not gonna take it out or anything, but she's has any did anyone feed the lambs on their own? It's, it is it's very hard to say. You know, the the we they wander about all over the hills. The dogs keep an eye on them. We are able to see them to some degree, but if they are behind a glen or something like that, we can't always we can't always tell, but we were out in such a remote area. The only ones around there would 
perhaps be hill folk, but we haven't seen any hill folk all summer. Well, did any of your group mysteriously disappear at one point? Not that I could say. I, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't recall such a thing happening. Well, the lamb here has eaten nightshade. Nightshade? I would have noticed if the sheep were eating nightshade. This lamb has it in its mouth and was chewing on it. Well, that would explain that, but where would nightshade have come from? Uh, That's why I'm asking if anyone might have given the lambs something just because you you said it was just the lambs, right? Yes. If they were to give the lambs something, they would surely give the ewes and the rams that instead. That would knock us back for several years. Losing, Losing one year's flock is... You know, it is not a good thing, but it can be recovered from quickly. Losing the rams and ewes would have been devastating, and yet they they live. I I can't presume. I'm going to have to see if there's some kind of ritual or something that might want lambs involved. But it seems like somebody fed the lambs nightshade, uh, well, or something. This is truly. A disaster indeed. I thank you for your your, your quick work. You are truly as smart as, as Braun said you would be. And heroic. <laughs> I don't know about that second part, but thank you. Uh, do you mind if I take the lamb? I know that sounds weird, but I, I, I'd be able to do more studies on it. No, no go. Go, please. Go ahead. Um, as you are leaving, if you yeah, I'm going to, but I'm going to give him a like a gold, a coin for his troubles to get a drink because he seems like he's had a day. As you are leaving, he, he calls out and says, "Is it true the fairy king was so bewitched by your beauty that he could not speak?" Uh, she kind of like stops and is like, "I uh, who who told you that?" Oh, it is. It has been heard among the shepherds. We tell tales. I I mean, he was he was very kind and generous after we uh, fought him. After we beat, after we uh, we took him down, he he seemed to respect us. And he, uh, I don't know if he was that interested, but he was definitely um he was nice. <laughs> and she kind of was like turning bright red, like her. If- he's like. So so red. Not just America. the king of the fairies was uh, struck silent. <laughs> yeah, uh, she looks at Bronn and is like, "I backed you up on the fight thing. Help me." <laughs> Truly, uh, he was he was smitten and uh, bowed down and asked for Tiern's hand in in uh, marriage, and and she uh, spurned him. Which is, in fact, what started this this fight uh, over over her honor. He was going to behave like a base cad and spirit her away without her permission and consent, and the rest of us could not allow such a slanderous uh, thing to occur. Uh, and so, for, to, to to defend her honor uh, and and allow her the right to to choose who and when she wishes to marry, uh, we we had to teach we had to teach him a lesson. But uh, but he he acquitted himself very uh, admirably and nobly after his uh, ignoble 
maneuver and uh, apologize most profusely. And I think perhaps our good lady teacher may have a soft spot in her heart for for him. Is that very gentlemanly? I will give him that. And she just what once once taught his bounds, of course. Fenwick just is is like looking up, gazing into the sky, and is like, "Whoa! If a fairy queen came to me and said, yes, you must be my husband, I would go. Oh, riches, youth eternal, living forever, everything you could possibly dream of. How could one turn down such an offer? And, like, Brina swats him. Um, <laughs> you would abandon my sister for the... Oh, for no, the, no, for the... no. Of course not. Before the affection of a fairy sister, queen? Before I knew your sister, I apologize. Profusely. <laughs> Uh, Tyrion just kind of laughs and she's like there are some, you know, things one must consider before accepting such an offer, even if the fairy king is is more handsome than any man you've ever seen (laughs) ever (laughs) but she is now, yeah, she's like so red, all of the blood has rushed to her face and she is like kind of, like, her hair's in a braid from the day. She always keeps it kind of pulled back and she's, like, <laughs> like, very nervously tugging. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut back to Carlo here, but as as you are leaving, you hear Fenwick saying, and I've heard the marshal, I've heard the marshal's dog grew as big as a house in this fight. And I have learned that the bartender, Ilsa, I have learned that she rode a silver stag through the night. All of these things. So true. Um, let's go back to Carlo. Carlo, what are you up to it with the widow? Uh, I, I haven't made graphic to, detail, but go ahead. I haven't made it to the widow. Um, okay. I heard that Finwick was in town, so um, I'm kind of waiting outside of Bronze Place, um, hoping to ambush some young men um, out looking for adventure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, let me know if I can uh, see Val and Stewart um, idling around town. Oh, there they are. Yeah, they're just kind of walking slowly down the street, looking around. They are passing a flask back and forth, one of those big like wine flasks. So I, I go have a talk with them. Oh, did, oh, uh, Marshall. Uh, Gentlemen, how are you? Oh, we are having an evening perambulation. Uh, just, just, just a, a, a walk around town. It is very warm inside our houses. And we thought we would go for a walk. And um, Stuart says, "Nowhere near your house, of course." And like Val, like nudges him like that. Well, I have bad news for you, gentlemen. Oh, I think my daughter likes one of you. Oh, which one? And so, that makes me very concerned. And I give them both a squeeze on each shoulder. I'm standing between them. I give them a squeeze on each shoulder. And I say, the bad part about this is, is that if anything happened to her, I would come looking to you two for answers. Oh, 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 nothing, nothing would happen. We are 
gentleman. And that is the that's the good thing about this. I know you would let nothing, no harm, come to my daughter. Yes, yes. I know you would not lay a hand on her. No, never. And if she laid a hand on you, you would spurn her. I know that. Stuart blurts out, Valen and Valen Kylie have uh, been together kissing in the barn loft. I saw them. I'm sure it won't happen again. Val's very... It was one innocent kiss. Nothing more than that. I would never, ever do that. Me and the mayor, we often talk about when things happen around here, um, how... Look, it's hot. People are tired. They need to let off some steam. And I think people should be accountable, held accountable for their actions. But she thinks that fits of passion, when someone is very angry, is kind of forgivable. Understood. Understood. Don't don't make me angry, boys. Um. You have intimidated them, but I want you to roll um, 2d6 plus charisma just to see how much you've intimidated them. Plus charisma. I rolled a 7 plus 2 is 9. Oh, yeah, they're quite intimidated. Uh, It'll wear off in time. You know, they'll get more and they'll get bolder in time, but they're going to be on their absolute best behavior tonight. I don't have to worry about tonight. Yeah, tonight. You probably don't have to worry about this month. Honestly, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're um, they're they're good boys. They're good. Yes, yeah. I'm trying. Um, so yeah, do you, do you head on to uh, the, the widows, or were you going to go check in on Fenway? Um, I would be waiting for the boys to come by, or waiting for someone to come out of Fenwick's, and. If those things happened in a particular order, then I would not go into bronze. Um, Otherwise, I would go into bronze. Oh, uh, they're at uh, Brina's house, uh, Fenwick and Brina's house, which is a little ways down, but you could see it from here, I believe. Oh, um, so it's outside of, it's down the hill? Yeah, you're like, you're like bronze house, bronze house is right here, and then down the street is, is Brina's, uh, Brina's house. So, um, yeah, you would see, uh, you would be able to see uh, Tyrion come out of there. Okay. I'm holding a lamb, but you don't see that. Um, I would uh, try to catch up with her. Schoolmistress. Yes. Hi. Um, did you... Uh, is, is Fenwick still about? Yeah, he's he's in there. I, uh, I gave him a coin to get a drink. He seems like he's having a rough day. Um, the lamb's... It, it, I have, she's kind of like holding it and kind of has it wrapped up. She's like, they seem to have gotten a hold of Nightshade somehow, which I don't know how much you know about night, Nightshade, but it's poisonous. Yeah, I don't eat Nightshade. Night, nightshade's, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I'm, I'm taking a lamb home to see if I can find out more, if, you know, if it's been planted there. No, no pun intended. Or if it's uh, another cause or something. So you think this is a natural thing? Well, 
it could be as simple as someone gave the lambs nightshade, which would be very bad, and we should figure out who did that. Or it could be not natural, and I'm just I'm just gonna go make, make sure. Okay. Um. I think about that time uh, Bron will come out. I stayed for a moment to talk to Brina and uh, tell her to take care of Fenwick and that we would look into the into the sheep issue and um, not to let him get uh, too distressed. But, uh, you know, obviously he has a little bit to uh, work through based on this tragedy um, and to make sure that he gets, gets some rest. Um, but, but not to fear, we'll, we'll look into it and uh, surely, such heroes such as ourselves couldn't couldn't fail to uh, figure this out as well. Um, so I, I come out I come out from the from the home and uh, see the two of you standing there. Uh, uh, if I can say, Fenwick comes out behind you and sees Carlo and says, "As big as a house," and then like walks off. <laughs> yeah, swaying a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, the 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 mighty Durr uh, grew as big as a house when we taught the fairy king some manners. I don't look at me. That's that's not from my lips. <laughs> but I but but I did but I didn't dissuade dissuade him either. Think of how easy your job will be if people think that Durr can grow as big as a house. Should should the need arise. Sorry. Small towns. Um, uh, but it's good to see you. Just the person I was going to uh, look for. Oh. Uh, and I, 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 I can see um, Tiern in the bundle and everything. And so uh, I assume Tiern has uh, filled you in on this situation. Yeah. As much as we know so far. Yeah. Um. If if this is if you think this is a natural thing, I can send some people out, and we can find who did it. Well, I, I want to make sure. See, some magic rituals can require sacrifices or souls. Uh, it could. It, what's weird is that it was only the lambs. And I, I feel like if someone wanted to mess up our, our livestock, they might just give everyone nightshade or a large amount nightshade, not just specifically the lambs. And so I want to I wanna make sure that this isn't, you know, something more nefarious than what we think. And are we sure this isn't your friend? He, he kind of has, he has a, a, a grin when he says that and looks at Tyrion. He kind of like thinks for a moment on the Fae, and uh, now that I have studied the Fae, can I maybe spout some lore about that? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's see if my dice are being. No, my God. I gotta stop using the digital dice roller. Keep marking that XP. Uh, yeah. Holy cow. Uh, you know what's weird is it doesn't tell me that it doesn't like in the books and scrolls it doesn't say if I don't mark XP when I fail or not. Uh, I think you. I, I'm going to say you still do. And uh, if designer Jeremy Strandberg, whose game Stone Top is on Kickstarter right now, wishes to correct <laughs> me, he can do that. All right. So I'm going to mark 
another thing. So that's I've used two out of my five uh, to see if I can spout lore about the Fae and if this is something they would do. And she's kind of like, I don't, I don't think so. Based on what I do know of the Fae, it doesn't seem like something they would do. They, I mean, they're tricksters, and if they're pissed at us for some reason. Once again, I think they would just affect all of our livestock or affect us directly. I don't think they would just kill the lambs. This feels like a warning. It's definitely not good. It could, I mean, it could have been natural, but whoever did it is still not a good person. These are, I mean, look at it. It's an innocent baby lamb. Um, Tyrion, you uh, want to know some lore that you can spout? Sure. Yes. If you you don't have you are like all of what you said is true. If you say it, it's true. I make it true, but I can give you more if you can. I would I would like some more. Sure. There are stories. They are not verified. They are just kind of old folk tales that have been passed down about um about the Fae stealing the young to spirit them away to their fairy kingdom um, forever. But in general, those are replaced by dummy changeling types, or they just disappear entirely. The stories don't have anything about them being murdered. But when there's a die-off like this, or when there is a situation where a bunch of young people, or young things, I guess I should say, uh, seem as though they are gone, um, they used to blame that on the Fae. Whether that was the right thing to do, who knows? Yeah. So she's gonna. She's gonna also. She's gonna. She's like, well, I mean, yet. Okay, they have been known to spirit away children, but that's usually and the, they're usually replaced with changelings, or just taken. It's not like they usually kill them. This pattern. In the past, other humans have blamed it on the Fae, but it doesn't fit patterns of how they handle things. So I. But I could believe that a human who worships the Fae might think they're doing something for them. It, would, it seems as though it would be very difficult for everyone to, first for one or even several, to get all of the lambs without getting anything else and not be seen by the shepherds or the dogs or accidentally feed Nightshade to uh, another one of the another one of the woolly walkers. They're not especially. Uh, bright. Lambs uh, are babies. They're fairly trusting. If you if you get it just right, you might be able to. Well, per per Fenwick, they all became sick at the same time. So someone would have needed to have fed that to all of the lambs within the space of a day, at least, uh, for them all to fall sick and die at the same time. Yeah, and it's uh, he also said they tend to go off on their own in places that they can't always see. So if the dogs and the dogs didn't see them, or the dogs were somehow dissuaded, or, you know. Sure, it just seems if they were in different groups, you know, when the ewes watching over them, it seems difficult to have one person have done such a thing. I'm not saying that it's supernatural, but uh, if, it, if, if, it, if it was some sort of a first strike against us, uh, it was exceedingly cunning. Uh, a, a sly lance of the lambs. Um, all y'all um, 
rolling my eyes and shaking my head for the podcast listeners at that. All y'all, if you roll um, discern realities, which is plus wisdom, just tell me, tell me who, uh, what you get. Who is that? Oh, well, everybody. Oh, okay. eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, six. But I do have um, perceptive, so I still get one one question on a six. Minus. Okay, well, I, I literally just... I'm doing a perception check. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, Bron continues to talk. Uh, <laughs> and, like, there is a loud clatter from an... There's a loud clatter from a nearby doorway. And uh, Tiern and Carlo both notice this, and look over to see it, and see Dolores kind of skulk out of the doorway. She uh, was nearby. Whether she was listening in, who knows? While Bron continues to talk, uh, Tyrion is going to nudge Bron and then kind of go point to Carlo. Like, uh, I mean, I like the kid; she's nice, but we should probably figure out how much she heard. Why? What? What? She knows a little bit about magic, and well, maybe she can help us. But I also don't want her. Spreading rumors about us beating up the fairy king. Listen, I only did and giant dogs. <laughs> it's the the more we can keep this under control, it's probably for the best. Also, the only rumor I spread was that Elsa got a shot in, and Elsa did take down the fairy king. And she kind of looks at Braun like, "Give Elsa her glory." <laughs> I'll right. make sure that. Uh, I- I, I apologize. I'll make sure that there is a, a better retelling of that. I I go um, I go trying to catch up with Dolores. Um, she's not hard to catch up with. <laughs> she's a little bit drunk. Oh, hey, young lady. Uh, um, oh, oh, hi, Marcia. I'm just going to see your daughter right now. Excellent. Um, you don't know anything about these uh, lambs, do you? Well, no, of course not. What would I know about the lambs? I don't know. You're not one to ever get in trouble, he says with a smile. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. What happened to the lambs? I haven't heard anything about this. And like, yeah. She was right there, so. We're, we're, we're trying to figure it out. Uh, help us out and don't spread any rumors. Okay. Um, I want you to roll parley on her, um, which is plus charisma. Uh oh. So I roll a nine plus two is uh, eleven. Okay. Um, and she uh, looks around and is like, "So, I shouldn't tell you this. I really shouldn't tell you this. But like, all the lambs died, right?" That's what I'm hearing. Uh, when we were uh, when we were in the woods, um, they said there was a lot of, of die-off there. That it just seemed like a lot of things were dead, and I I worried it would spread, and Nook said it wouldn't spread, but 
I don't know why she thought that. But yeah, we saw a bunch of like dead baby animals. It was really sad. Do you have any idea what? No, we didn't stop to look. I didn't want to look at them. It was really sad. Got it. Can I go hey, now? Yeah. Go have, a good t- go have a good time. Okay. And you don't have to tell your daughter you saw me. I don't want you to not look cool. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, I hope that. I hope Stuart's there. <laughs> and um, she goes. Stay out of trouble, Dolores. Always, always staying out of trouble. I thought Dolores was gay. <laughs> I thought so too. That's why I was trying to get her to hang out with my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Dolores has, you know, Dolores has complicated feelings about things. You know, if you we can do a half hour just Dolores, like that's cool. I'm down with that. But Dolores I'll is just, free to be Dolores. I'll just tell you what she's up to. You know. Um, Half uh, Dolores hour. <laughs> or Dolores episode. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dolores is absolutely in love with uh, Kylie and uh, Anuk, but also playing along with. Oh, Stewart's a very good boy. I like Stewart. So I've never played that game. <laughs> so um, <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I come back and I say, uh, Dolores might think Anuk knows something about this. Taryn? Uh, I mean, I can ask her. I try to make it my business not to hang around little girls. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a little unorthodox for me to visit her even now. Like, she, when she comes to see me, though, I, I could always just see... I can ask her. Uh, how I, I do need to check in to see how she's been feeling since the, you know, everything. Yeah. Um, if we could just uh, keep, keep the rumor mill to a minimum, that'd yes. be great. Um, I'm gonna call it a night. If you guys need anything, uh, send Durr. He's probably asleep at my place. I will. I will. Uh, okay. I'm going to go check out this lamb. Do you need any assistance? Only if you would like to, but uh, it's not pretty. Uh, I've seen many things in my travels. I can. Uh, deal with the mutilation of an animal. She's like, that makes one of us. Alright! Like, she's done this before, but she's not on, like, a baby lamb, so she's kind of sad about it. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll follow, uh, turn back to her home, so we can, I guess, do this autopsy. I don't think I can give you a spout lore on an autopsy, I'm afraid. No. <laughs> uh, I don't think you can, other than the only only thing I can say there is I do know about death. Okay. Alright. Well, um, tell, um, tell me about your process and then roll discern realities. 
Well, why incisions didn't exist yet. <laughs> but, you know, she she gets out a little table and kind of puts a, a clean cloth on it and she starts by kind of lighting some candles and doing like a little ritual and a little prayer for the poor baby lamb. And then she takes like she puts on some gloves and gets a get some equipment, some knives and things and starts very carefully cutting in and she starts with the stomach area because she wants to see how much got into the system but while after that she wants to go do some research on rituals that might involve innocent lives Um, starting to see she wants to confirm that the nightshade is the killer first uh, regarding the physical examination, I don't think that uh, Brahm will be much help for the ritual part, but for the physical investigation, I'd like to assist, and I think that that takes the form of um, Bron being very, first of all, being very steady when it comes to uh, to the animal, um, and and I don't want to say clinical, but but uh, more detached, like. I imagine that in in the time that he traveled, like they had to put down horses sometimes, and they broke a leg, or you know they'd come across the, uh, something that was trapped and and in pain. Like he's familiar with having to do distasteful things uh, and see that sort of thing, uh, but also produces an extraordinarily sharp knife for Taryn to use for the the uh, incision and the uh, examination. That's all good assistance, so uh, uh, Tyrion, you can roll three dice and take the top two. Well, I already got a decent roll, but I will do that. Okay, it's the same. So uh, I got a ten. Okay. Um, Well, ask ask away. What do you find inside this sheep corpse? Where did the move go? I have too many many things open. Okay. Uh... Oh, there it is. Um, I have three questions. So, what is not what it appears to be? Okay. Um, I'll answer that. Uh, the sheep's stomach is about half full of salt. Not like t- like 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 salt from a, like a like kosher salt or sea salt or whatever like like full flaky salt but yeah there's salt in there um, and you do find some more nightshade but uh, there's a lot of salt that's weird okay uh, what sh- what happened here recently so using your CSI skills. Um, <laughs> you determine that um, for whatever reason, the uh, you know, sheep would not just eat nightshade. Like they would uh, be sort of, they would eat that if they were desperate. Um, especially because you know there's lots of nice leafy grass around. So you sort of have a working theory that's like this sheep got so ate so much salt that it became basically like I just need to just get whatever I can. Flowers are a little bit more um, uh, flavorful and like water or having the water in, in them. I can't remember the word for it. Uh, and so 
Succulent. Salt led to eating the nightshade. Succulent, thank you. The salt led to, led to eating the nightshade, led to the poison. Um, but the sheep probably wouldn't have been great with that much salt in its stomach anyway. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm like, I want. There's ones I want to ask that I feel like you don't find out from an autopsy, so. You can uh, ask. Who or what is really in control here? Uh, you don't know precisely which ritual to look up, but you know that this is a ritual that sometimes is used to summon one of the things below. Okay. And I picked that up in my well-versed, so I do know the things below now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, so, yeah, she's kind of, like, looking it over and kind of looks at Braun and she's like, this poor lamb, like, someone somehow it ate this much salt and then sought out something it would normally not eat. I mean, they're usually pretty smart about what can and can't be eaten. And I think it's connected to a ritual, which is bad. Is the salt wet, or is it dry? I mean, I imagine it's pretty a combo of the two, because stomach acid... Well, like if it was uh, okay, I just wasn't. I wasn't sure about, you know. I guess when when I heard when I heard full of salt, I was just thinking like, oh, you cut it open and all this dry salt, salt, salt <laughs> yeah, uh, comes no, out. Is, but but it's been it like most. It is mostly dry, but yeah, like they, it did get cooked in some stomach acid, so it's a little soupy. But it's mostly dry. Yeah. Okay. Like it, I'm guessing it's like chunks. Like it's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Tiern provided your analysis that you think that it ate the nightshade because it was ate too much salt and was just trying to get any kind of uh, moisture to take care yeah. of it. Okay, it was just hydration at that point, which would trick it into eating something it can't eat. But that would have to be present in the first place. So we still. So someone was providing that this that that doesn't grow naturally. I have to do more research, but there is there are rituals connected to the things below. That this like I said, I think it's I don't think this is a like good gophers. Uh the things below in this case are like what? They're like weird they're they're pretty undefined so you can just say whatever you okay so the way I'm picturing it is like weird earthy creature things that have almost honestly there was a movie I saw that's kind of how I picture it it's basically like these humanoid-esque figures that have uh but are almost like they're made of like dirt and branches and um, they and kind of uh, I feel like they're almost demonic a little bit mm-hmm. like uh, sharp fingers and fangs and you know glowing eyes like they're not Good news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That sounds about right. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. That's that's how I picture them. Uh, this was not a good movie, but for anyone who's seen the hole in the ground, uh, that is how I picture the the creatures. <laughs> um, in, it was a twenty four film. <laughs> in the south, they call them Mulorn. And they are blamed for uh, many tragedies. I thought they were just a myth. But you think they might actually be real and involved in this somehow? Oh, no, they're real. That I can confirm. I... The summoning of them, though, is not usually something... A lot of people like to mess with things they don't quite understand or know how to deal with, and the things below are something I'm re- learning about fairly recently, but it's not its not wise to mess with them. We could have easily run into them into the wilds when we weren't out in that hole. We were lucky we set fire to it, to be honest. That, that close to the surface? I mean, that seems... We were unsuspecting travelers. They could have, they would have come up. They would have had to come up quite a ways. But are they known to do things like enlarge creatures for attack? I mean, that spider was an unusual size. Do you think it was some sort of a pet or being trained uh, to attack? I would say that's more of a wilds and the spirits of the wilds thing than a things below thing. I'm just gonna keep making up the lore of this game. I think we are is until, until Emily says no. Uh, well, I, I'm glad I sleep on the second floor then. <laughs> um, they don't like populated cities much, so they kind of prefer their prey come to them. But someone is... I, I, I don't know if it's a summoning ritual or a give thanks ritual. That's a weird way to describe it. But sometimes giving life or souls to something is a way of uh, giving something to get something kind of exchange or to give... You know, like how some cultures will do sacrifices to have a good crop. Sure, uh, an equivalent an equivalent exchange. It creates value for all parties involved. I'm yeah. very very familiar with such things, but usually not in such a gruesome manner. He said, looking over at the uh, dead sheep, uh, yeah, the she dead lamb. Picture it back up because right. like I can give this boy or this lamb a proper burial later. Well, if you have uh, research to do, I can leave you to it uh, if you wish I don't want to distract you especially where such vile creatures may be concerned we need all of the accurate information we can get uh, and unless you're prone to taking some notes and reading I definitely think this is this is going to be my area of expertise <laughs> um, I think I may be more hindrance than help in this in this cause uh, but if you want, I can take care of the, the lamb for you. Yes, just just do something nice for it. It's poor little. I feel so bad. It's so young. This isn't fair. 
uh, agreed. It's it's going to be difficult for uh, everyone, and I hope that uh, you can help us get to the bottom of this. I will certainly try my best, and she's going to give you the lamb and start cleaning up to get the books out. I am going to fast forward to morning because it seems like most people are going off. Uh, I assume Tiram will be up all night, but uh, it sounds like most people are going off to their uh, respective houses. Uh, so I want to cut over to Carlo, who we haven't heard from in a bit. Um, tell me what it's like waking up at the widow's house. What's her house uh, like? I let her know that uh, it looks like I'm going to be away again. Where, where, where do you think you'll be off to this time? Um, the shepherds are out in the high plateaus and uh, yeah there's something going on there's always something going on couldn't you just stay um I suspect I will be greatly missed with uh, crops needing to come in. Can you keep an eye on Kylie? Yes, though. If you wish to have someone keep an eye on her, perhaps you should do it yourself. I, I, my, 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 my plan is to take her with me. Okay. Um, you know how young girls can be, though. Yes, I was one once myself. I, was, I don't want to burden you with uh, an extra mouth to feed and one to look after. But she's looking for trouble. Yes. Ah, uh, well, if I hear anything more, I'll let you know. Um, you're sure it has to be you? You couldn't just send your men. Honestly, if you sent the dog, the dog could probably figure it out. It's a very bright dog. He's a very bright dog. I just have... And she, she, can, she can look at me and see. Um, it's not that I, I... I'm a little spooked about going. I know you need to go, and I know you are the one who has to go. I just wish you did not, for I have in spite of myself, become fond of you. And in spite of myself, I've become fond of you, too. Uh, she leans up and gives you a, a, a short kiss, and right as the kiss is about to become something more, Durr is barking outside. I'll wait for you. I'll come back. I uh, get dressed and head to the door. Uh, Dura is there, and you can communicate with Dura, right? Yeah. Okay. The mayor has asked uh, you to come to Ilsa's tavern. Uh, the gone. Um, Bron, where are you? Where are you waking up this morning? 
Uh, I think Bran is waking up in his uh, in his uh, home, his apartment above the his shop, um, or trading uh, trading uh, emporium. Uh, and uh, I think I, I think alone tonight. Uh, and then he will um, head down, uh, sort of make himself a little bit of uh, breakfast, and uh, get ready to go out uh, and talk to the mayor to make excuses about not being in the fields today uh, in order to uh, assist with the lambs. Um, there's a, there is a knock at your door, and Wynn is there. And ah! Wynn says, oh... I was hoping I would catch you. Uh, I'm sure you were already on your way to the fields. Uh, in in just moments, yes. Can I interest you in a sausage or some uh, some oatmeal? Oh, do you have uh, some of the the hot bitter drink that you often have? Um, the, the the cough coffee. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Uh, I, I should be getting some more soon, but I can. I'm happy to share with you as always, and I will go about making the. Making the coffee. Uh, he, uh, they rather, they look around the the small um, room and finally say, "You, uh, Fenwick was at the bar last night and rather troubling, if I do say so. Uh, speaking about ghosts and all manner of strange creatures that he that that he could feel them all around him." We finally had to subdue him and bring him home to his wife. I oh. think he may not be fit for the, the pastures again. Uh, may, maybe not. Uh, I, I spoke with him and he seemed uh, he seemed reasonable. I'm, I'm sorry that uh, caused difficulty for him. But uh, someone, someone gave him a rather large gold coin and he used it to buy many drinks. Hmm. Yes, they'll. Uh, I can make sure that that uh, person doesn't make that same uh, decision again in, in the future. I know that it can be difficult when they come back having been away for so long and then suddenly having money in your pocket uh, to take care of it. But I'm sure that it was just uh, stories. You know how Fenwick likes to tell stories. I think he was saying something about Durr being as big as a house uh, the other night. I found it very amusing. But uh, uh, Wynn says, uh, very, very deadpan, yes, and you fought the fairy king to a draw. That's what I had heard. We all know how true that is. Well, uh, it wasn't just me. That would be immodest to, to say something. It, w- it was all of us. We all fought the fairy king. And uh, it wasn't just dumb luck that got you out of there? No, no. Actually, it was a, a very skillful move on uh, Ilsa's part. That I believe. Um, the, I'm, uh, I'm wounded. <laughs> <laughs> As you are, are serving up the breakfast, and Win is um, uh, taking a few bites, uh, enjoying the sausage and coffee and everything. Uh, there's a knock at your door, and Dolores is there, and she says, "Um." Hi, the mayor wants to see you at Elsa's tavern. Ah, just who I wanted to speak with. 
Um, let's see what Tiern. Tiern, did you fall asleep at all? Uh, no. I mm. feel like she went full into the books and basically just was like stressed. So I'm sure there was a moment where she dozed off here and there, but for the most part, she was up all night and she looks like that morning she finally got a, like she kind of cleaned off and took off her clothes because they were still autopsy clothes. So she's changed but she hasn't like rested really. And she I think at one point was like kind of tempted to use her ice sphere and was just like trying to figure out what the things below could want with lambs. There, uh, while you are sort of looking at whatever it is that you're looking at this morning, um, making yourself breakfast or reading one last book or whatever, you hear something out of the, 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 the you hear something out of the corner of your eye. You hear something <laughs> off to the side, and uh, uh, and when you look over, um, the great one is there, just uh, out of nowhere. She kind of like she is definitely. She does not look her best, and she is like, she's been just deep in these books, and there's like piles of them everywhere, and she see, she's like, uh, oh, to what do I owe the honor? <laughs> you smell of blood. I I had to I had to do an autopsy on a baby lamb, trying to oh. figure out why someone would want to kill such innocent creatures. I cannot stay for very long, as you know we cannot be away from the woods for a long period of time, but I sensed you might be in danger, and I wish to see you. She kind of blushes, and she's like, I... Someone is, I think, trying to contact the things below, and I am trying to figure out how to stop that from happening. Yes. So you are in danger, or... uh... I struggle so with your language. You will be in danger. I think that's the tense. I guess it depends on how much I have to do. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try to do something. So, yes. Yes. She kind of nods. She's like, yeah, I'm fully aware of my foolhardiness. <laughs> yes, I know you. I know you will. I know you will. I know you will be off helping them. It is why you would make such a good fairy queen. She just, she's like, she kind of blushes and she's like, well, I'm sorry if the townsfolk are saying some terrible stories about you. I know you have to say certain things to maintain your position within the town. Now, I can answer one question. I will answer truthfully. I will not answer you anything about myself, but I will tell you one thing. Uh... She kind of is... She's like, I've been studying these books all night. I I know this isn't connected to your people at all, and you've been wrongfully blamed for this in the past. Is there something in the wilds that a human might try to foolishly contact or would do this? He looks all around. He finally looks at you says, there are some among my people who would love if they were no longer bound by the trees and the woods and the places that are wild if they were no longer relegated there by the likes of men. There are some among my people who believe that our former masters, the lords who made us and imprisoned us, 
until we threw off their shackles and sent them deep below. There are those among us who think that if they returned, they would help us with this. I am not one of those. But you said this happened on a high plateau? Mm -hmm. Then yes, it was not one of us. We could not have gotten there. But someone who perhaps has mutual interests with those who would like to bring about the end of days. I will. She's, she kind of just smiles and she's like, thank you for your kindness and your information. I will start looking around to see if there's anyone who has such sympathies. There is a uh, he does a little something with his hands and a whistle suddenly appears and he hands it to you and says you can blow this one time and I will be there and uh, she takes it and once again her face is turning so red and she's just like thank you I really do appreciate the kindness you have shown me and my people in my town Let's see. uh She's like, can I, can I hug you? Is that allowed? Yes, you may. And as he stretches his arms out to give you a hug, you wake up from a dead sleep. <laughs> but there is a whistle in your hand. She's like, she wakes up, her hair is, uh, this is full Anna from Frozen, hair everywhere. And she's just like, I should I ask for more than a hug? <laughs> and there's a knock at the door and uh, it's uh, Lyra who says um, the mayor wants to see you it's something about sheep and I said I could tell her about sheep but she wanted to talk to you instead and you have to go to the gone because that's where everyone's going and she said I can't go because kids can't go to the gone because I can't get a drink but I could get a drink I could get water or something that would be good don't you think that would be good Water is very good for you, uh, but I will tell you, all of your knowledge about sheep and sheep sicknesses have been very, very helpful. So thank you for being so smart. Did any sheep get sick? Just a couple, but you're helping. You told me how to fix it, so I'm fixing it. Oh, good. So you're going to make them get all better? Yes. Uh, you didn't leave the sheep corpse there, right? Like no, 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 no. Braun has it. Um, and she looks down and sees that there's like still some blood on her hands. So it's like, what's that? Oh, uh, I. She kind of like looks. She's like, oh, I I need to shower. Um, or whatever. Have showers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and your fancy university showers. <laughs> I need to bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Wash up, I guess. And she kind of looks at her hands and she's like, it is ink. Oh. I'm going to. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's red ink. I was marking some tests up. Uh, Pants on fire. (laughs) (laughs) She looks a little bit and she's like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and then she uh, scampers off in the other direction. And she turns back and says, Are you getting married to a fairy? 
<laughs> was she's like, I have not said anything yet about that. Um And she kinda looks at the whistle, she's like I don't know. And shuts the door. <laughs> um so you'll all I guess, does anybody have anything they want to do before they go to the, the, the bar? The uh, Tiern is going to clean up. Okay. I make sure there are no boys at my house. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's uh, just it's it's just Kylie because Dolores went off to see uh, Bron. Kylie's the only one there. No, they had this boys came over. It was very nice. They just played a good game of parsnips, and then the boys left. That's all. That's all, Dad. That's all. We played parsnips. Dad was there. I'm not worried about it. Uh, I will uh, wanting to rush to go see the mayor since he's been summoned Bronn will uh, thrust his half mug of coffee to Dolores to hungover Dolores and say you look like you may need this Uh, oh gosh thank you oh boy and Dolores takes the mug of coffee and is just like the mayor's sure pretty, right? Uh, definitely. She is a fine figure of a woman. Yeah, I just noticed that yesterday. It's the thing I just noticed. Mm. Uh, Broad just nods. <laughs> um, yeah. Anybody else want to do anything before going to the gone? Uh, as you trickle in there, uh, Heron, the mayor, is sitting there at the table where those two old men normally sit. Um, she has sent the old men to the fields. Um, so it's just the three of you, and then Ilsa is, is wiping down the bar in the background. Um, just listening in. Um, and uh, once you all get there, she, uh, uh, Heron, closes the door to the bar and says... Stone Top needs help in this moment, and since you were so good with when the girls disappeared, I was hoping the four of you would be one of the teams we send out. Of course. Marshall, I was hoping that you would send some of your men. I have I have three things that I need done. Three things. Uh, and uh, they cannot all be done by the same people, so I was going to let you have the first pick. We are uh, ha- happy to serve the town, and Bron does a uh, bow with like a fancy flourish, as if he was wearing a hat, which he's not wearing a hat, but he's pretending that he's wearing a hat with this fancy flourish. Uh, yes, I see why you were so impressive in combat. Um, <laughs> look, the lambs have died. It's a setback, but it's not devastating. I do not know what happened. It's, uh, it's very strange. We will survive. It will be a lean year next year, but we will survive. Um, I do need uh, someone to uh, go to the markets uh, in the uh, city whose name Emily can't remember. Uh, in the city, There's a city off to the south where there's a lot of trading done. I need someone to go down to the markets. I have this small purse of silver uh, and uh, purchase 
a few uh, young yearlings to help replenish the flock next year so we can have more breeding than we typically do. Uh, I need uh, perhaps someone to go off to the hill folk and see if they know anything. Uh, you know how uh, how hard they sometimes will uh, be with outsiders, how little they like to let outsiders in. And then I need someone to uh, ride all the way south to the other city. I'm mean, going can't remember, but she will tell you in a second. Um, ride all the way to the south and uh, see if you can uh, find the great scholar Erasmus who can perhaps help us determine what is happening here because I I fear there is something very dark at work. I... Well, it's interesting that you uh, have brought these tasks to us. We have uh, also known about the the sheep. Uh, Fenwick was quite distressed uh, and Brina asked me to uh, speak with him and have been doing uh, some research uh, into what's going on. Um, Tiern, do you have uh, information that you might want to share with the mayor? Well, if I'm being quite honest, I would like to seek out the scholar to see if their information matches mine, but I have it on good authority that this could be someone who wishes to summon the things below through a ritual with the lands. Things below? That can't possibly be. No. What's the, the things below are a are myth. Uh, <laughs> no, they're not. Just kind of smile shyly and it's like they're real. Uh, s- six months ago, we thought that uh, the king of the fairies was a myth as well. Who knows what we'll know next season? You didn't come now. You didn't actually fight the king of the fairies. You went into the woods. And you probably saw a bear and ran away from it. I know you, Braun. Bear Heron, what's clear is that in recent weeks, things have been happening that are quite unusual. And um, I can send men to uh, town. Zeb knows, knows the next town over, <clears throat> and he's reliable. And uh, he won't get lost, and he won't lose a bag of silver. Um, I was hoping. I was hoping that if you did not take on a certain task, you would send your men. I guess the name of the town is Gordon's Delve. I don't know why I couldn't remember that earlier. We can. We can absolutely. If if Tyrion says she needs to see the plateau, um, I. I'm familiar with both those towns as well. Uh, I would be happy to escort Tiern down down to the uh, the other city. Um, Tiern, is that what we need to do, or should we go to the plateau? I. Well, we definitely should send your men to buy the the flock to, to buy the yearlings. But yep. I, I personally would like to speak with the scholar. But if the hill folk and the plateau are where we should are also an option, I, I can learn a lot there as well. 
I just having someone to cross-reference and bounce ideas off of might be helpful. What I know is going to the south will take almost a season to return. And if there's something that started, I don't know. I don't know the, the time frame on this. Then maybe we should just head to the plateau and see what we can do. If the hill folk know anything. Um, if I may make a suggestion, uh, we may wish to ask if Wynne's family would intercede. Uh I know that they are considered outsiders here in Stonetop, but their people, while insular, uh, do come from the hill people, and they may have uh, a calming effect on uh, requesting information and keeping tensions uh, at a minimum. Yes, that that's... Uh I, I could look into that. I will say that I have uh, written to uh, the scholar, and he is willing to travel as far as Marsh Edge, which you know is about two weeks away. Um, so you wouldn't have to travel, you know, several months. But um, he is willing to meet you in the middle at Marsh Edge. Where uh, is from? Oh, interesting. It's not like that was picked for a reason. <laughs> Uh, Tyrion kind of looks like, um, okay, we could, she kind of looks very upset about that, but she's like, we could go to Marset, Marsh Edge. Can I pick up any sort of, like, obviously I know that Blythe is acting here for us, but does Bronn pick up that there is, uh, something off about, uh, Tyrion wanting to go back to Marsh Edge? Uh, roll, uh, roll, um, both the certain realities. Okay. Is this it? I, and I... then you get to ask, then you get to ask, you get to ask, <laughs> uh, Tyrion. And, uh, Tyrion, you don't have to give up your secrets, but. Uh, that's a nine. So you get to ask one question. Uh, and I think, let me just check if I have a, a, uh, buff on that. Um,. Uh, the, the thing that I do have is that I can also ask uh, what opportunity does no one else see to the list on there, but I don't think that that's going to be particularly appropriate uh, in this case. So, um, uh, I would say then... The one that makes the most sense, I suppose, is uh, what here is not as it appears to be, uh, in the context that, to the best of my knowledge, prior to this, um, Tiern hadn't expressed any embarrassment or difficulty about Marsh Edge, and now I'm picking up that there's something going on about that, so... Is there anything that uh, Tiern would do that would be kind of giving more clues, like fidgeting with a specific thing, or uh, you know, a, a, a blush, or anything like that? I suppose is is the information I'm looking for. So you would know Tiern's never really imagined where she's from. Okay. 
she's talked about going to schools, she's talked about travels, but she's never really talked about her hometown. Okay. <clears throat> so you wouldn't know where she's from. You would just know the school she went to and like she, that's all she talks about. She, she talks about the university as her home basically. In this case you would notice she probably she turns paler and uh, she put the she put the whistle on a necklace and has it tucked into her shirt and she is kind of fidgeting with the necklace. Okay. You don't, you don't see what it is but she has it like tucked in and is kind of fidgeting. D- does it look more like embarrassment or more like fear? Or or anxiousness, discomfort. anxious discomfort, nervousness. Okay, so I'll just kind of file that down that there's something about Marsh Edge that's going to put that's putting you on edge. Does that yeah. sound fair? Okay. Yeah, she doesn't look. She looks a little. She just looks unhappy about it. But she's trying. You can tell she's trying to smile her way through it. But okay. she wants to go. Well, she she wants to meet the the <laughs> the sage, <laughs> the scholar. Marshage is a, just a complication that was thrown in there. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. We don't have to meet in the middle. I I don't mind coming to you. <laughs> yeah, smiles and she's like, well, if that you know that does make it easier on us to meet him there. I uh, he he has to have valuable information, and she kind of just like I mean I, I would be very curious to meet another scholar. It's been a while since I've met any or talked to any. Well, I leave the choice up to the the four of you. Uh, I need all three tasks accomplished, and uh, I will uh, make sure that all of them are done in time for the fall. But you are. The closest thing this city has to heroes. Carla, how much experience does Zeb have with uh, buying livestock and uh, haggling with uh, merchants? I wouldn't want him to be taken advantage of. I mean, I I know he's experienced and has been around the world several times, but I would just want to make sure that he and anyone else that you send, uh, I mean, you're... Some of them are children... I don't want. We, I, I want to make sure that that whatever we come back with is, uh, going to help in our in our cause and not hinder us. If possible, we could we uh, could we draft Finwick in with this? Zeb can drive a hard bargain, and uh, he won't be taken advantage of. But I can't say that he would be picking the best sheep. With fewer shepherds out in the the pastures, uh, we could afford to spare one shepherd. Yes, we could send Fenwick. And Zeb wouldn't be uh, put off by uh, ghost stories and (laughs) fear-mongering? Oh, Zeb would lean into ghost stories and (laughs) (laughs) fear-mongering. Well, as long as he keeps Femwick on the straight and narrow path, uh, then perhaps his his expertise could be used well used to pick the best uh, yearlings available. 
and with his ability to drive a hard bargain, it sounds as though we may have a, a plan if we go meet meet the, the the famous scholar Zeb Fenwick and whoever else is needed can go to the uh, Grayson's Gorge. Gordon Gordon Stelve. Gordon Stelve. Uh, and then perhaps Wynn's family and perhaps another representative from the from Stonetop can speak with the Hill people and find out what information I, they may have. I myself had been thinking about making breaking bread with the Hill people. I had thought of traveling with whoever went that direction. If you are to take this long of a voyage, would you like to bring anyone with you, or will the four of you be enough? Um, I have a young archer in mind that uh, I would be bringing with me. Okay, and I assume you will bring the dog. Um, I was actually thinking of sending the dog with you. Oh, that would be quite kind. I hear the dog can get as large as a house. That is not true. That is apparently the one thing she believes. <laughs> Mere, an outhouse, perhaps, but not a not a full house. There, there is just a dog, but he will guard your life ferociously if and, needed. And Bron says, "Yes, just a dog," and winks <laughs> copiously <laughs> at the at the mare outside of Carlo's view. He just kind of shakes his head. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, I guess we're headed south. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, uh, perhaps we you, can uh, spend the day to prepare and leave uh, early tomorrow. Yes, please, please. You, yes. It, it, there is not a, a significant time element here. You are. You may leave in the morrow. Um, I. For my own peace of mind, I think I will send Heinrich with you as well. Heinrich is this old, old man who used to be Stonetop's hero. He carries a hammer everywhere. He's kind of losing his mind. But, like, everyone is just like, oh, Heinrich, if he's there, you'll be safe. So I will send Heinrich with you. See, now you'll be safe. Great. Between Heinrich and I'm sure I know your archer... Uh your archer follower's name, but I don't have it in front of me here. Yeah. Uh, between uh, Hein... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, what's what's his name? Kylie. Oh, it's Kylie. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't sure which, which one it was. Between uh, Heinrich and Kylie, I'm sure we'll be well protected from uh, any brigands uh, that, that we may chance upon. Uh, and you'll be you'll be traveling on the Maker's Roads. There can be no violence on the Maker's Roads. No, of course. And and worst case scenario, we'll bring a chair for Mighty Tyrn to uh, smack someone with. Yeah. Uh, well. And and Ilsa's mighty arm also also with a hammer. I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> I think we'll. Be okay, but um, you know we could probably use some like cloaks and supplies to keep ourselves warm. Of course, I will provide whatever you need within reason. Think of what you might wish to have, and we will make sure it is done. I'm well experienced as a caravaner. I'll be uh, happy to 
to uh, help procure and provide a list uh, for our expedition. All right. Um, I'm going to, I think, break here because now is the part where we have to like gear up and figure out what we want. <laughs> think about think about that between sessions. I want to make sure that Mac is involved in that conversation as well. So that's why I'm going to break here. Um, but uh, yeah, I was going to have a more exciting cliffhanger, but now we know you're going south. Um, I will tell you this: uh, the journey <laughs> will take about two weeks there. You can resupply there, so you can your brain supplies for two weeks. It'll take about two weeks, um, and the weather can be very unpredictable. Um, of course. You, you are mostly traveling on the Maker's Roads, which are very safe. Their violence cannot be committed on them. Um, but if you are somehow lured off, it is very dangerous. So that is what you will be doing next time. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that is... Uh, the end of the session. We hope you enjoyed it and join us on uh, March 15th when we will be playing our next session, which will be like our halfway point. That's pretty wild. If you want to catch up on past episodes, visit happyjacks.org slash stonetop. And if you want to find all the other APs on the Happy Jacks Network, visit happyjacks.org slash shows. Uh, let's hear what folks are up to. Um, Nick, what else are you doing? Uh, currently nothing else streamed. Uh, I've finally taken some time and I'm playing some games that are just uh, personal. But uh, you can find me on Twitter, at SunGrowler, as it says underneath my face right here. Uh, I'm sometimes very amusing, uh, at least to me, and that's what really matters anyway. So uh, join if you want, uh, and hopefully I don't offend. Uh, I have also been playing games just for fun that aren't streamed anywhere, and it just it doesn't feel real. It, you know? Yeah, like it there's... doesn't feel like it's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pretty much. No, what are you up to? Uh, I too am taking uh, some time off from uh, other streams. I'll see you guys back on the fifteenth, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at ashyfeet one, and you can find some of my work at ashyfeet.com. Life. Uh, yeah, you can find me across the internets on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at BlytheCala93. That's B-L-Y-T-H-E-K-A-L-A-9-3. Uh, I have one last session of Star Wars Silence of the Force coming up that on twitch.tv slash it's probably okay. That's 10 a.m. on Saturdays. If you haven't seen any of it, we have VODs on probably okay games. That's the letter OK. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun, and my players have really run rampant with that, so I hope I hope you take a listen, because I feel like my players have really made it amazing, and I'm very, very proud for my first long-term streamed DMing. Uh, I am very, very happy with it. Um, that, Other than this, that is everything I am doing right now. Keep an eye on my Twitter. I tend to post when I do new things there. So, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Uh... Yeah, you uh, can find me on twitter.com slash emilyvdw. I play here every other Monday night, and then on other Monday nights, I'm playing a great American witch game with my friends that I'm not streaming. So uh, you can just imagine what that's like. It's very good. Um, But yeah, twitter.com slash emilyvdw, and we will see you here again on March 15th. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I have three more little quick things. One... If they do want to know what you are like in a Great American Witch game, I think they can go back into yes. the AP and check yes. that out, since you did mm-hmm. play one of those on Alternating mm-hmm. Mondays. 
Two, I want to say that uh, I highly recommend going and checking out Silence in the Force because I've been listening to it on Saturdays while I work, and it has been quite enjoyable. And uh, if if you uh, if you like us, then you'll have a great time on that show as well. Uh, unless you hate Star Wars, in which case I don't know what to tell you. So. Uh, and the last thing I want to say is that if Stonetop is interesting to you and you're enjoying this world that we're uh, in the process of creating, please check out the Kickstarter. It's going on yes. right now. I'm saying this on March 1st, and I believe there is still some time after our next show as well. It looks like it's going for a while, uh, but check it out. Uh, it looks like a really great uh, setting. You don't see a lot of uh, things that are specifically set up as Iron Age, and while we're not exactly hewing to that uh, exactly, it is a really cool uh, setup. So uh, if we had the website or anything in front of us, that'd be great. But if you go to Kickstarter and you put in Stone Top, I'm pretty sure it'll come up for you. Oh uh, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty um, it's a great game. You actually like get two books if you buy it you get a book of the rules and then you get like a giant almanac of lore and like what more could you possibly want um but yeah it's it's by a, a company called penny lantern uh and you can find it at uh, kickstarter.com search for stone top it comes right up um yeah yeah, so the, that's all. The hand drawings are gorgeous from what I've seen. So uh, check it out uh, if, if you're enjoying this and bring some Stone Top into your own life. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, please go check it out on Kickstarter because I gave a quote and you want to read my quote. That's like a poll quote that's like Emily Vanderwerf said. Um, but yes. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you again on March 15th. And until then, keep Stone Topping. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta stop us. <laughs>